Welcome to the High Ground Podcast. I'm Stevie W. And I'm Callum. Okay, today we are going to be looking at, we're going to be debating, yes. which one's better, the DCEU or the MCU? So let's set the criteria. Are we going to be looking at TV series as well, or are we just going to talk about the movies? Yeah, I mean, if there's some in there that you want to use as evidence, then that's fine, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one, uh, as uh, the MCU is essentially S.H.I.E.L.D. for all seven seasons. Yeah. And uh, like some nice spin-offs in the Netflix and everything. So, but, okay, which one do you prefer first as a general poll? I don't know, it's, it's like, oh, what, you mean like comics as well? Or are we just talking strictly films? Let's stay films. Well, comics could be here all day. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's weird, because it starts off before there was a DCEU, as it's called now. I would have definitely probably said in the, in the beginning DC because obviously you've got Superman the movie, Batman 89, Batman Returns, you know, the Dark Knight, you know, those sort of films. And then Marvel wasn't really putting anything out before that, were they? Like before maybe, I don't know, Blade? Blade, but that was, how many, a lot of people, myself included, didn't realize Blade was no, a comic book character. It's, not, it's written in small letters. Yeah. On the actual titles uh, on the credits, isn't it? So. I think they're kind of maybe trying to hide the fact that it's based on comics. Then. I think you, Batman and Robin, were Batman and Robin were comic book movies were out of fashion. Yeah, but I mean, cinematically, you look at Marvel's big first big major movie was uh, the X Men. Yeah. Uh, before that, you had they tried it in the nineties with Captain America. They didn't get hold of it on YouTube. You got the the aborted Fantastic Four movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Roger Gorman one, which is actually really good. I actually enjoy it. And there's that documentary on either Netflix or Prime. Oh, Doomed. Doomed, yeah, which is absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. So, in terms of getting the product out there, DC was always ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had Wonder Woman on TV as well, but then again, the same period you also had the Hulk. So yeah. Marvel were, were, they were literally head and head with the TV Hulk and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Then you got Batman from the 60s. Yeah. And you got, is it the Richard Harmon uh, Spider-Man series? Yeah, 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 I remember, God, I remember that, yeah. So, uh... And then they sort of duked it out, animated series, there was always a good one for either. Uh, there was never a shortage, as you know, like, the X-Men TV series. Yeah, that 90s. Yeah, 90s. And then you, had, then you also had Batman series. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the animated series based on superheroes, I think, I remember. I mean, for me, it was Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. his amazing friends. Well, that was the the 90s. 90s one of that as well, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, I think that Marvel never had a stronghold on cinema. No. Because I, mean, okay, hey, I suppose you could argue that they got Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. real cinematic uh, Marvel property. Then you got the Dolph Lundgren's Punisher movie. Yeah. In 89. Which is actually quite good. I like it. Yeah. Better than Warzone, ain't it? Better than Warzone. Oh, God, yeah. So, Marvel and... Uh, but then you've also got the uh, Captain America. Yeah, oh yeah, that the 90s was, one. That was oh, terrible. With the fake ears on the costume, which once yeah. you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. So, I think in terms of like, if we're talking building a universe, maintaining it, and having this overarching story, then it's it's definitely the MCU. It's got to be the MCU, because everyone tries to do what they do now. You know, I mean, the DCU is trying to do what they did. They try, I always say they tried to do it, but without putting the groundwork in first. Yeah, I mean, it's like they went straight into the team up. Yeah, yeah. Dawn of Justice, Batman vs Superman, with the Doomsday storyline. They should have had. They could. They, they should have just had Batman vs Superman yeah. as a one and a half hour build. Doomsday is, is a Justice League storyline. Yeah. yeah, it's got. It's got to be. And I always said, I mean, I know this. It's, it's all gone now, but the the Justice League movie should have been Doomsday. Yeah. With uh, with Kal-El, Superman, dying at the end. Then you got their version of Phase 2, which if I would have always had as being the world without Superman. Yeah, yeah. So then you can bring in like the other people like Green Lantern and, you know, maybe like maybe even like obscure people like Green Arrow. And, yeah. You know, and then you can build up like... I mean, there's, there's secondary characters in the MCU as well, isn't there, that didn't get their own films, but you still are really invested in them, like uh, Hawkeye and... Uh, what's her name? Scarlet. Not Scarlet oh, Witch. The Widow. Black Widow, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, so, Agent Hill, look at Agent uh, Hill. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And Agent Carr. 
Yeah, or oh, well, the big one is uh, when you uh, when you get to the Avengers Assemble. I was going to point out now we are in spoiler territory if you haven't already realised yeah. it. So if you haven't seen any of these, switch off now. Coulson, yeah, yeah. not Coulson in uh, who's a secondary character. Yeah, but he's also one of the reasons why uh, my MCU gets another point is because it's a second. You know, you've got all these secondary characters, the human characters, yeah, the uh, the normal ones of. Going up against the 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 counterpoints to the your Iron Man, your Captain Americas, your Thors, your Hulks. Yeah. So the, they ground it, and uh, Marvel did the work by introducing secondary characters like your Hawk, your you know in and uh, and the Widow into your movies, so you don't yeah. have to explain their backstory when they suddenly turn up for the Avengers. Yeah. Whereas with uh, Dawn of Justice. We're throwing Batman and Wonder Woman in at the same time. Who should have had their yeah, origins first? Too distracting. Yeah, and you look at Justice League. Justice League is an origin story as well for Aquaman and Cyborg, Cyborg, yeah. and the Flash. So you got three people. That you've got to put some bit yeah. of exposition about around just so they can join the team. But and the team goes so like, oh, we're all team together now because the world needs us rather than you know yeah, what's the motivation? The, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I always think. Like Endgame is is one of the best like ends to an entire series. Like, cause I before it even came out, there was parts of me thinking like I really hope we don't fuck this last part because it will yeah. it will kind of mess up everything. But you know everything was perfect about it. Like the three acting was perfect. Like everything was great. Like it just paid off this whole ten years worth of work that they've done. And like I I really lament the fact that if the DC EU had done that, then you could have had you know like. Thanos in the DC universe is Darkseid. Yeah. You know, he could he would have been the big bad eventually and like that would have been epic having the whole DC film universe up against him, you know, and similarly. But and, you know, because you could add characters like Supergirl and um Martian Manhunter yeah. and you know, people like that and you know, Batman, you know, just 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 every, everyone could have and yeah, it just kind of annoys me that they rushed into it a little yeah. bit. I think they've got Flashpoint. The uh, Flashpoint's apparently moving ahead now, and so that's going to be their Days of Future Plus. Yeah. Where they retcon everything they've got so that they can actually put it more linear. That's what I feel that they're doing. Yeah, well, Flashpoint was, was the comic retcon yeah. before the New 52 stuff happened. So, yeah, I mean, weren't we sort of discussing recently that we think there might be a Michael Keaton cameo? That, Michael Keaton is allegedly being courted, from what I've been reading, for Flashpoint. I mean... That's a way of getting the those that are just, you know that are just walking away from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Back into yeah. Saying, well, if you're my computer into it, so you're gonna get the original eighty niners. Uh, when I say eighty nines, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're a big fan of Michael Keaton, and his Batman will go and see it. Yeah, because of that, and uh, and I've got to admit that you know in the uh, Crisis of Infinite Earth, the big selling point for me was Brandon Ruth. Yeah, yeah, returning as Superman in uh, in Crisis on Infinite Earth, the, the, the TV thing they did with the, the Arrowverse. Yeah, and that's what that's what if if it is if the rumors are true, and that's what Michael Keaton will do. He'll bring the audience in. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, DC's got three big ones, which is Batman, Superman, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's their big three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they're like bigger than pretty much. The majority of the MCU in terms of yeah, power. I mean, I mean, your Marvel's big figurehead is Spider-Man. Yeah, everybody knows, but uh, symbolically, but, yeah, they're, they're like they're the three people you imagine, aren't they? When yeah. you think of DC, or with comic books in general, if you, yeah. you're four, you got those three, and you got Spider-Man. That's yeah. you know, and uh, the thing is, Marvel were able to take secondary characters by creating them in the films and making the films that were so enjoyable to a mass market yeah the dc could have done the same thing with their secondary characters like all the ones you've mentioned in green lantern i mean yeah green lantern film which i don't really know much about green lantern but that just or teen titans yeah. you know like that that would be sort of like could have been their guardians or even somehow bringing the watchmen into it oh that would have been good i mean for your more realistic yeah. sort of part of it that would have been i mean there's i mean in in DC, there's a lot more sort of playing around with the multiverse than yeah. there is in Marvel. So you could have probably used that to your advantage, as I suspect they're about to in Phase 4 of yeah. the MCU, you know, to bring the mutants into it and vampires and stuff like that. So 
And you got the One Division TV series. Yeah, One Division. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you got uh, we don't know what the plot line is. This is a new Spider Man film, and you've got um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of yeah. Madness. Yeah. So you, I mean, we're talking characters here. That yeah. Nobody even knows about before, but they're going to pay their good money to see because they're part of that yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ant Man was a big one for me as well because I mean, I didn't really know who he was, but seeing Paul Redcast and seeing that they were honest enough about saying. It's basically a comedy, you know. Edgar Wright used to be was going to direct it. Yeah, I thought that's interesting. I'll go see that, and I really love that. I think it's they both stand apart from the whole series. Oh, they're both films. And yet together, you know, in, in but yeah, there's not that was another problem for me with DC as well. There was no humor for the first for Man of Steel, none whatsoever. We were saying this in the last podcast, weren't yeah. we, about versus Superman Returns? Of it's so bleak, and there's no like chance to sort of get. The closest bit I think you get to a laugh is when she's on the asking about what the S means, and, yeah. and he's like, "Well, it's not an S," you know, and you sort of like that, that was always a question people asked, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, what well, does the S stand for? Super like means hope. Yeah, I kind of like that, but it's just yeah, it's just quite devoid of humor, isn't it? Yeah. And then they sort of go, they went a bit, they put a bit more in for Justice League, which I was quite happy to see. And Wonder Woman's quite. There's some moments where you laugh, I think, and. I've only seen it once so far. Yeah, I'd say it's probably the best one out of the the DC EU. I think that's such a dumb name. Yeah, I kind of I, I watched it for the first time the other day. It's Shazam. Yeah, see, I didn't really like that. I enjoyed it. I don't it. know whether maybe nonsense. in second year and we'll change that, but it was a good bit of nonsense. I wanted yeah. a bit of nonsense because at the moment, I'm sorry, this is going to sound really bad, but with the way the world is at the moment, my criteria for a lot of things that yeah, was, when I watch for pleasure, yeah. Is I, I, I say uh, say to my fiance, I just want it to be fun. Yeah, you know there are things that uh, that we watch for when we're doing these podcasts, which you know I I consider to be I don't consider to be work. I mean I love what I'm doing. I really do. I think it's fantastic. But when when I just wanted to chill out and chill my brain out, I want something that that's fun and shazam. Yeah, and Teen Titans go to the movies. It's exactly the same. Uh, which I literally that's that's I just love that film. Thought it's funny. Uh, but let's touch on something you said about, you know, uh, Endgame. You know what, the, the thing about Endgame, which is, uh, it's just never been done before, in my, to my knowledge, is, you know, when you watch a film, you, you say, for instance, I know, this is my one for the day, for this podcast, Star Wars. Yeah. Your heroes, we're going to go for the traditional, we've got the original trilogy. You've got uh, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, you'll have like one or the other, or Princess Leia. But the... For a child that in a male-dominated world, the, the males would uh, more than naturally, usually. I, I mean, I was always a Princess Leia fan. I've got to admit, but uh, yeah, the, the, you know, you would either be Luke Skywalker or Han Solo. Yeah, they were the two. Even yeah. you know, if you listen to interviews with Carrie Fisher, she said she wanted to be the Han Solo. You you would always get that, but when it gets to Endgame, you're You've got invested. I might have a. I might. I had a vested interest in the Guardians and Captain America. Yeah. And I was still going into that off of Civil War, where I was on Captain America's side, whereas my fiance was a Iron Man fan. So it's sort of like uh, because of all the secondary characters and everything as well. Uh, the touching moment was at the end, where Happy Hogan says to. Uh, Tony's daughter about we'll go about how her dad liked cheeseburgers. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of John Farrow, so that yeah. little moment, and and you know, but because of all the characters there, this is just me. Yours would be different, and then everybody else is going to be different depending on who yeah. they are. Uh, what I say is that this is a movie with so many characters that everybody's interpretation of what's going on is going to be completely different because of the yeah yeah their. I love this character more than this one. I don't want anything bad to happen to this character. And yeah, it's just brilliant. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, another thing they juggle well as well with characters is having every single character from every single film that you've had so far, main character, and not mess it up. I mean, how many superhero films have you seen where there's too many characters and it just bogs it down? You know, like Batman and Robin is one of those, yeah. like we mentioned earlier. Like, there's too many characters. There's too many things going on, too many this and that and the other and it just weighs the whole thing down I, the, another one for me is Mortal Kombat Annihilation yeah. there's just every single Mortal Kombat character you can think of in that film and it just drags the whole thing down whereas Endgame 
just that moment at the end where you like on your left cap and yeah. you think oh well, there's falcon and then like they all start coming through and you think oh my god like how have they done this like this is great you don't know where to look on the screen because no. you're looking yeah for your heroes and yeah. howard the duck and howard the duck yeah how can you take a character like howard the fucking duck on a language and then you get people looking for Howard the Duck on the screen. There's a second there, character. He's in there somewhere. He is. <laughs> so and it's, um, it's kind of like, a, I call it like the Ready Player One moment where like you pause and it just to see how much you yeah. can see on the screen at once. It's That moment at the end of the fight is, is just like that. You know, it's just so, it's so well done and so great. And just, yeah. You think about Ready Player One a bit like yeah. you, you've got cinema and outside and you're, gonna, you're seeing is that Return of the Jedi or a Revenge of the Jedi poster they've got. Yeah, yeah. There. It's, it's, just, it's just very, but it's nice to... It's, uh, Endgame is a three-hour film. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel like no, it. No, does. Because like, of the, 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 the acts. Pardon me. They are so well-paced. And it's your favorite. It's like going back to pacing. Uh, you look at everything starts to go down a crapper in Infinity War. And then how do you lift the spirit? You have, the, you have music kicking in. Uh, yeah. Big music, rubber band band. And as soon as before you even, as soon as you hear the first opening bars, you just know the guardians are coming. Yeah, yeah. And then bang, it becomes fun again. Yeah, the, the Marvel yeah. know how to do that, and the they Russo do. brothers. Even Endgame, where everything has gone to shit, there's still the the humor's still perfectly timed. Yeah. And, you know, like there's just like little jabs of humor now and again that just remind you, like you're still watching like a a cool entertainment piece of yeah cinema. Yeah. It's like uh, Tony says to 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 Thor, out the way, Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> you watch it first time, and I'm like, the way reference to the big Lebowski. And then you realise, Jeff Bridges, big Lebowski, Obadiah Stane in Iron Man. Yeah. Like, yes. And the um, just the whole time travel thing, like about, Die Hard. Yeah, uh, there was no time travel. But <laughs> yeah, just it's just it, it's just keeping like. I don't know, yeah, just like, I love the, all the pop culture references, and yeah, I even, even just went the way they use Hulk as Bruce Banner and the Hulk at the same time now, was just great, like, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm more, like, disappointed in the DCU than I am hating it, like, because there was so much potential to do that, like, and we've said before, like, our, a lot of our favourite comic characters were DC, you know, like, Batman and Superman, and you ask someone to name a comic book character, and most people are probably going to say Superman or Batman, aren't they? Honestly. Yeah. Before, I mean, probably Spider-Man as well. And but they're like the the ones, like we said, like they have that symbolic stature about them. Where you know their outfit, you know who they are, you know what they stand for, you know. And yeah, it's just I think it's just a shame they went too quick. You know, too far, too soon, kind of thing with it. Marvel were making the money. They wanted the Marvel money. Yeah, they didn't want to do the groundwork. They just wanted to get the money out there. It was, it was like, part of my language, it's a bit like a Dick Mesmer contest to see my budget's bigger than yours. No, no, no. Yeah. Just because mine's taking a little bit longer to get up and it's kind of like, well, <laughs> sorry yeah. about this analogy. It's not about, like, I, I don't mean like they think they're just pouring all this money into, mm. oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reach that, that level soon. It's just not, that's just not what it is. Go back 30 years and say, Christopher Reeves. Michael Keaton, yeah, Gene Hackman, uh, uh, and then you, you know, Jack Nicholson. Put those on. You put those four names. Justice League. So you got, you got the, you got the, the, the two best, your best Batman. Well, in our opinion, they are the best. The definitive Batman and Superman versus the Joker and Lex Luthor. Yeah. Plus, you, you, you didn't matter who's going to play Wonder Woman or the other character. The fact you've got Batman and Superman. A definitive version. You wouldn't have even needed the rest of the Justice League. I don't no. think I think it could have just been like an origin story for the Justice League and yeah. Batman and Superman started it. And then at the end, you kind of had your can we join sort of scene. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, one of the big sort of letdowns for me that I think sent the DCEU, that's so unwieldy to yeah. say, isn't it? Um, into like the downward spiral was the Suicide Squad. Because <clears throat> I mean, the trailers for that, I thought. Wow, this is, this is going to be their Guardians. This looks great. I love David Ayer as well as a director. You know, Fury's a fantastic film, and he wrote Training Day. He's good at those sort of like quippy um, action thriller kind of yeah. films. And then it's just just been lackluster, wasn't it? Like there was just 
if, if anything, they went the opposite way and put too much humour in it. You know, and didn't, that, they that, were, that, didn't they recut it after the trailer? Yeah, came there out. is an extended cut, isn't there? Oh, yeah, with yeah, so they got rid of the Joker. Yeah, that's another point of contention with me as well. I <laughs> Jared Leto is a Joker. I watched Suicide Squad once. Not really a fan of it, but I am looking forward to the Suicide Squad oh, because yeah. I like James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah, and, and, and they should just like... hired him from the start. There's no reason he can't be in both. Like he know. is now. Yeah, like like he is now. Yeah, but you know it's. I mean, but Marvel took the risks. Yeah. Marvel, you know, uh, you look at John Favreau pre, pre, uh, pre Iron Man. He was basically more known for for Elf. Yeah, yeah. I didn't one. even realize he directed that for yeah. a while. Only recently, it's going to be really bad. I only recently watched Elf, and I, I think also it's really overrated, actually. Elf. Yeah, I Not... think everyone's like, oh yeah, I watch Elf every Christmas. Like, no, I, I watched just, it once. I liked. I also recently watched. I recently watched Maid, which I think I love the film Maid. But John Favreau's not exactly an actual. If you go back to to two thousand eight, he's not exactly a, a marquee name. Kind of, yeah, know, well, we were saying that right, weren't we? As well, neither was Stanley Junior. No, no, he was like a risk, wasn't he? Big risk. And people and go now, on about Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. And going on about how Joss Whedon in the Avengers, as far as I'm concerned, the Godfather of all these MCU is John Favreau. Definitely, yeah. And you can put here. You put his name above a film, and I will go and see it. And it's not because of Marvel; it's because of the Chef show. Yeah, and the Chef. But it would have only came about because of Iron Man. And yeah, I discovered for me, he was my Iron Man was my way of discovering John Favreau, and he is he's brilliant in the fact yeah, that it's uh, yeah, and of course Mandalorian. Now. I Thank mean, you, John. Yeah, it's not to take away anything from Joss Whedon because I mean. The Avengers was like the first big. That was the one everyone was leading into, wasn't yeah. it? And we were like, "Oh, he's going to be good." And again, Joss Whedon's good at that sort of quippy, keeping a team together kind of dialogue. Especially from if you if you ever watched Buffy, you know, like that. He was always great at that firing dialogue off each character. When and the exposition, he's good at doing exposition as well. He's very good at that. But yeah, I mean, but on on the flip side, I would love to see the Zack Snyder Justice League. Not, not, not the Joss Whedon one, yeah. Because mm. I think there is going to be a definite point where you go, this isn't Joss Whedon anymore. Yeah, I think it's because I've read somewhere that, that they've got enough material. I think they've finished the work, didn't they? Yeah. So that they can, uh, it's all going to be Zack Snyder. Again, I have roast into glasses now with Zack Snyder. He did one of the single greatest comic book movies ever made. Oh, Watchmen, yeah. Watchmen, I put. Watchmen easily up there with uh, as a piece of art up there with Richard Donner Superman. Yeah, and I will always. I was I was discussing this the other day with my fiance. As you to say, I think don't disrespect Joss Whedon, but who would I rather see, Joss Whedon movie or a Zack Snyder movie? I would never really pay to see a Joss Whedon movie if I didn't really want to see it. Yeah, but if you have Zack Snyder's name on the thing, my interest is already there because you got three hundred, you got uh, Dawn, you got Dawn of the Dead remake. Three hundred. You said three hundred. Yeah. yeah, and what? Sucker Punch. I loved Sucker Punch, which I still haven't got yet. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I did like. I love. If anything, he's good at style. Yeah, he's very good at style. But yeah, I don't know. Joss Whedon's a weird one though, because he's not really suited for films. I don't think. I think he's always been a better TV guy. And Conrad Wire as well, so. Yeah. But, <coughs> yeah. Because I wasn't a massive fan of Serenity, but everyone seemed to like that. Everyone balls that. Yeah. I've watched the movie, but it wasn't... Yeah, no, I, I Firefly was garbage, but I, Chouette Ledger falls in the film, so I gave it a shot. Who? Chouette Ledger. Oh, I love Chouette Ledger. Oh. He's great in uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, yes, yeah. I forgot he was in that. What's his name again? Uh, Doctor Strange. I can't hurry it off on my head. Oh, let's find out. No, yeah, he's good. He's, he's I good. He was in that. Yeah, that's. And he's also in uh, Boots. Yeah, he is, yeah. Which I love. Josh Laker for. He's been in something else. So let you. Oh, what is he not in? He's in loads of things. Oh, he's brilliant. Right? In The Martian. Oh, he's good in The Martian. Martian's a bloody brilliant from anyway. Martian's great. Mordo. Mordo, that's it, yeah, yeah. And he was in that, uh, what was it I watched recently? Uh, the Old Guard. 
Oh, right, yeah. That was good. That. No, but yeah, it's, I, I get what you mean. I definitely go and see Zack Snyder or something like that. But yeah. you're always guaranteed a good looking movie, if nothing else, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, I think, where. Uh, look, uh, you know. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a good film. The I'm hoping, I'm hoping because again, you look at Richard Donner's cut, the, the fable of Richard Donner's cut of oh, uh, Superman Two. Well, Superman I don't two. watch any other version no. anymore. How often can you get a uh, use uh, screen test and put a screen test into a film, and people go, "Well, it's still better than the, uh, yeah, the Richard Lester." Yeah, yeah. Richard Lester. Wasn't yeah, yeah. Test. I recently rewatched it. It doesn't even feel like the same. I can't believe I used to think that one was the best one for a while. Yeah, but it, it was, up, you know. It's. I think it's more like Terrence Stamp that sells it. Yeah. Son of General, kneel before Zod. Classic <laughs> line. You say that to some people these days, they, they don't. Like, yeah, what? what are you on about? Is this king, you, you want me to kneel? Don't say to her, don't ever say, if you know someone that knows what you're on about, never say to a girl, Son of General, kneel before Zod. Because they'll think you're wanting something to give them to, uh, <laughs> yeah, something that's a little bit yeah, you you yeah. yeah, you will get into trouble if you say that, because if you say that to, so if you see someone, especially if the opposite sex getting down on their knees, and you say, kneel before Zod, yeah. <laughs> you get looks going, don't, ah. Don't, don't kneel before Zod. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, you, you think, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that, I'm going to HR. And I, I really, really love, on, on the subject of general, I thought Michael Shannon's general box was fantastic. He had a motivation. Mm -hmm. I've got to give him that. And I, I, it's a shame they sort of killed him off. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he could have been a great in in the whole like extended universe. He would have been great. It's like a recurring villain. Yeah, I totally agree. Because you look at Spider Man. They yeah. killed him off. The villains off. MCU is ah, we'll just send them somewhere. Send jail. jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah so send Batman to jail. <laughs> yeah. Even they did it with a joke. He played just Joker. Yeah, but... it's sort of un. Unknown what happened to him, isn't it? Because yeah. they don't mention him in Crisis, do they? No. At all. But that's a good way to keep the character alive. You don't want to have him kill your, your main villain off at the end. That's no, the, the, you know. In case you need him. Yeah. You have to do like a, a Wrath of Khan and <laughs> bring him. Yeah. Well, not him, but like. Um, he was in the series originally, yeah. so like, you know, set it up for later. Isn't that what Heath Ledger says? His Joker says something about we'll be going around doing this. Yeah, yeah. Me and you'll be doing this forever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. Yeah, I but love that speech, actually. Like, an immutable force meets uh, an immovable object. Uh, so great. But they were good, but then again, the darkness of Spider Man, also not Spider Man, of the darkness, which they. Which, of Nolan's vision yeah, yeah. is what they put on to Zack Snyder's vision because Nolan was a producer and DC made a Warner Bros made a shitload of money from it so they've got to uh, emulate, emulate it yeah. instead of just trying to do their own yeah. Yeah. Marvel are light we got to be dark so so let's be dark one second so yeah sorry uh, yeah yeah, I don't know. That was the problem, is that they tried to be two different Marvels one way, we've got to go the other. Rather than going, did you just slightly different colour palettes, but it's the same sort of thing. You've got to have a Superman bright. They kind of learned a lesson a bit when they made Shazam. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I hate how dark Man okay. of Steel is. Yeah. It's, it's so, like, we said this last time, didn't we, how muted it is. And you think, well, you've got a character who's got a red and blue and yellow suit on, and yet it looks... Sort of, I don't know. It just looks like someone had drained the contrast out of it, didn't it? Yeah. Because you gotta have it dark. Do you? No, Batman, Superman has to work on light. He's in America. The sun powers him, doesn't it? Why is there no sun in that film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only trying to yeah regenerate before. Not the one. Yeah, I think so. He comes back down, doesn't he? Oh no, it's at the end of Batman v Superman, isn't it? When he's in space and he's sort of like doing yeah. a suspended animation for like a few seconds. They all blend into one after a while. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. We've we watched a lot of DC films recently, so it's. Uh, 
What about we haven't really spoke about Wonder Woman very much, but I I must admit I really like the I think she's a great. They made a great decision casting her. Jal has got a body. She, she, yeah, she's she is, but she's good as well. Like she's a good sort of tough. Like you needed someone like that to play Wonder Woman. It would have wouldn't have worked with like a Linda Carter style Wonder Woman, you know, like twirling around. And <laughs> oh, she has. But, I mean, she was great for a time, but. Uh, I like the way she's. Uh, this is my complaint of always being with Wonder Woman costume. They didn't upgrade it. Yeah, it's it's. I don't. It's, I, I it's, always it's, it's a hard costume to do straight, isn't it? Yeah. Like I mean, they. I always thought the way to do it would have been with like trousers, mm. not trousers, but you know, like armor maybe. Yeah. Rather than make it look like a flag, like it like it does. That that's the one of those instances where that's a comic book outfit that only works in comics. Exactly. I uh, it was titillation for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. Look at Wonder Woman. She's got these great legs. Yeah. I mean, and and uh, and she has. She has, and she's got a great physique. But the thing is, and it's one way to get the V plates into Virgin. <laughs> Into the cinema, you've got all the women that were cosplaying and making little cash off of Wonder Woman after, yeah, yeah, and same with Harley Quinn, all these models, so to speak, that were uh, selling uh, on their Patreon account pictures of them in skimpily dressed Wonder Woman in a similar costume or, or uh, Harley Quinn, yeah, isn't I mean, isn't Wonder Woman one of the most cosplayed? Is it, is it the most cosplayed? Wonder Woman and, and uh, Harley Quinn. Was it Harley Quinn? I mean, it would have been probably Princess Leia in the slave outfit years ago, wouldn't it? But yeah, there was around then. But now it's those two. It's uh, and it it sounds though. No, of course it does. Yeah, and you know, it's, you know, so it's. Uh, there, I mean, a lot of com if, if you if you if you if you're into the comics and that, there's loads of comic outfits that you think of. Out there, questionably functional, shall we say? Yeah. Like, I mean, Power Girl. If you just Google Power Girl, wow! Like, you could not function in a, a costume like that, or Starfire, or something like that. The spandex on the likes of only a thing that's female with the long legs that are like six foot. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, chest that defies gravity. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it sells. Of course it does. Yeah. I was watching a, uh, a bit of a documentary. I, remember, I wish I remembered, I should have wrote it down where it was. About the amount of times that Wonder Woman gets tied up. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently the guy that created her, a guy called William Moulton Marsden, he was a psychiatrist and he had an act a fetish with being whipped and tied up, apparently. That's why someone's always tied up in a Wonder Woman comic. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of a weirdo, but like, he's a nice guy, apparently, but he's just, you know, everyone has that. Why's the girlfriend? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how many perversions did all those comic book authors have? Maybe, like, the comics was their way of getting it out, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, but they made a lot of money, so they, they could actually do. go out and, and find themselves <laughs> yeah. someone that would appreciate them for, for their money and being their talent. They had talent, that's the thing. They did have talent, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I like the MCU. The MCU gets a point more for me because... I think all the costumes are all practical, like your yeah, uh, very, very much so. Black Widow's leather, yeah. Even I mean, even Captain America's outfit, I love the Captain America outfit in Winter Soldier. It looks so, like that's how a modern Captain America would have looked, like functional. Yeah. It looks military. I mean, I always wish they'd kept that instead of the the old one again. I like the old one, but I don't know. It just it just that that was a great like spy movie, wasn't it? Yeah. And it and he felt like he had like a an outfit that would be used today. Uh, Colson created the uh, movie, the the, the the Star Spangled version, but I like this nineteen forties. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I mean, they Avenger. sort of like mock the old outfit in that, yeah. don't they? When he's on stage and yeah, and Star Star Spangled Man for the yeah. planet. But that, yeah, yeah, I do like the nineteen forties one. Yeah, see, that suits that era. Like it looked like something some a superhero would wear in World War Two, yeah, or something like that. You know. Um, but yeah, no, all, all the outfits I think in the MCU are really good. Like, yeah. uh, um, Captain Marvel even, like her, she probably looks the most comic booky, yeah. and even hers looks pretty cool. And but when she comes to her, she just grabs the clothes. Yeah, yeah, just, it, it, it exactly. Still works. Yeah. Or Quill, 
Yeah, like a quill. Off the start Black Panther as well. I mean, yeah. he's basically just Batman, isn't he? Yeah. An African Batman. He's cool. He is cool, yeah. And, 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 you know, he gets spoken down to by his little sister, Nichuk, and he's said to security he's female. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I I do like Batman so much. Yeah, uh, I think that was the sort of lead into Infinity War, wasn't it? Yeah, the great, like the one where that was another one where the trailer didn't do it for me, and I just thought oh, this looks like another by the by the yeah. pain by numbers one, and then when I did finally see it, I was like, wow, this is fantastic! Like, it's, I, this is where the other thing where Marvel has 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 points over, and this is talking X Men as well, is. Kilgrave is not... He's a bad guy, because he, he murders loads of people to get yeah, to... but he has a motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Based upon experience. Yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, and this is where I think, you know, uh, as as a comic book fan who, and as a fan, you know, grew up with science fiction, where science fiction as a rule... You know, it's a lot uh, more integrated. We integrate yeah, people, yeah. you know, because when people go on about strong female leads, we've had it for years. Yeah, aliens, have yeah. yeah, Princess Leia. Princess Leia, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, strong minorities, they've always been in there. So when something yeah. like Black Panther comes along, which which is groundbreaking as it is, which should, you know, but we've had all these characters integrated yeah. for years. So it, where it's now reaching the masses, but. To me, Black Panther is just another MCU movie. Yeah, it's not standing out for anything else. But and it's but it's the characters yeah, that yeah. are there, and and it didn't use like the whole, you know, first sort of main black superhero thing as its selling point. Like it was just he was just a superhero. Like, yeah, it it wasn't like like they weren't pointing that out like oh first black superhero. See, that's the kind of thing that a little annoyed me a little about Wonder Woman where they were like. A female superhero directed by a woman, you know, like never had a female superhero. Well, we just said yes, we have. Yeah. Sarah Connor, Ripley, yeah. Princess Leia, like it's all been happened. Yeah. You know, whereas oh, that was good grammar, wasn't it? It's all yeah. been happened. Yeah. Um, and then you know, Black Panther was just like here's here's a superhero. Yeah, but He's just black by coincidence. Yeah. And the box office, they got uh, you know the old money and everything. It was all raking in. It didn't change. The plan no. and the release structure and the stories of all the films that have been since. No, not at all. So, whereas DCE would say, would, would say, well, we've made X amount of money out of this, we've got to change and retire everything. Yeah, Scrap yeah. Scrap it, we've got to go back and do reshoots on these films because people want to see more of T'Challa. Now, T'Challa and the, uh, Captain Marvel, by the time Endgame came out, were already part, part of the universe and they're not being like, okay, we're going to expand on them later, but we're going to continue the plan. And give them the same amount of allocated time that they've got in these films. Yeah. Whereas it's not we're gonna have to suddenly start putting more of them in to keep people happy. Yeah. So and and Marvel have got an actor taking characters that nobody knows and making shitloads of money from them. That's what that's what really sort of sold it for me as, as a great series was I, I've said this probably told this story loads of times on this podcast, but when Guardians first came out and I saw the trailer <clears throat> I know like, you thought it looked amazing, didn't yeah. you? Whereas I thought it looked really terrible. And I thought, oh, I don't know if... It, it looks like a full-on goofball comedy. And then as soon as I saw it, I was just, wow, how wrong I was. Like, it, Here's a team where you don't need to know who they are. There's no baggage going in. For, expectations aren't high because a lot of people probably don't know who they are. You know, and it, doing it with a B team is so much better. It's what I'd love to see a DC B team film. Yeah. You know, and I thought Suicide Squad was going to be that because I didn't really know much about it. But because, I don't know, it was just overshadowed by Guardians, wasn't it? Yeah, but the thing where they got wrong, in my opinion, is uh, with, with Suicide Squad is you need to make these characters should have been villains in movies. Previous, first. yeah, previous. So films. we want to. I want to see a badass whoever they. I want to see a badass Joker. I want to see the person. Quinn, yeah, yeah. I want to see all these villains. Yeah. Evil. I want to hate these people. I want to be these to be the big bads in a series of movies. So that when you bring them together, you've got like, oh. the alternative of the Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy, yeah. where you hate these characters and they have yeah. to do good. That would have worked. The Sinister Six would have worked better. Yeah. With, with I think it's Sinister Six. Yeah, it was, yeah. With them, like Lex Luthor and the Joker, and you know the big hit yeah. villains, where you do know them regardless. You know that would have been a great chemistry to have. 
You could do a Suicide Squad with with Moki. <coughs> yeah. Killmonger. Uh, the Mr. Purple Thanos. from yeah, Thanos. Yeah. Mr. Purple from Jessica Jones. The Purple Man from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, you could literally just pick Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. Oh, you could literally pick all the ones that you really characters you really love to hate. Yeah. The ones that would be nasty pieces of crap. Stick them together and say they're going to be the good guys now. Yeah. And keep the yeah, characters. Like, yeah. Because I think another problem with Suicide Squad was deep down you knew by the end of that film they were going to be humanised and they were going to be the good guys. Yeah. You know, quote, full on quote unquote good guys. Like whereas, was, that's because Smith said it. Yeah, yeah, he can't play a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, yeah, sort of, if you'd have sort of built them up as bad guys before, proper yeah. bad guys, and then, and then humanised them, then you could have been like, you know, you're getting the other side of the story, aren't you? Like we said, yeah. the, the, some of the MCU villains, they're all, they all have motivations. And, you know, Thanos has a reason for wanting to kill half the universe. Yeah. Killmonger has a reason for being annoyed at T'Challa. I mean, I'm not saying the MCU doesn't have their, you know, like, forgettable villains. Like, Malachi is quite forgettable, yeah. isn't he? He doesn't really have a motivation. Or um, Ronan's quite forgettable. I think. Yeah. He's just like a, a big sci-fi bad guy, isn't he? Yeah. But <coughs> most of them are quite... You know Loki especially as well. Like how much how much how much does everyone love Loki? Just because he's funny, he's like. But he has a reason to hate Thor because Thor's always had the the limelight. Yeah. He was just a little runt. Yeah. Ice baby. Oh uh, yeah. And you can't remember one of the, the Comic Cons where Loki where Tom Hilston was there came on stage and he got the audio crew. He goes, "Say my name." Yeah. Everyone good pops at Loki, but you, if you look at it right. Uh, Avengers would have been well into production when Thor and uh, Captain America came out. So yeah. You, so you're taking uh, off-world character that may or may not work. You have him as your yours your main villain. Main villain yeah. in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, and it but, was a nice sort of lead-in as well, wasn't it? You didn't have a too hard villain to start with. No. You had a nice sort of like one you'd seen before, one everyone knew. You know that was powerful enough to be more powerful than the human yeah. superheroes, but then not quite. You know, on Thor's level. And then you up the ante each time. That's why I didn't really think Ultron worked as a second team up villain. But it's just the robot, characters, yeah. But yeah. It's the group. Yeah. And, but with uh, Justice League, you got these because uh, the Superman's <coughs> dead, so it's like being a, cor- a beacon for for Darkseid and whoever he is. Uh, what character? Which one? No, it was supposed to be Darkseid, the, the villain in Avengers. Not Avengers, Justice League. Oh, um, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it just makes me think of Born to be Wild. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's, so you've got a dodgy CGI character with dodgy bat-looking creatures. And you're supposed to believe that they are the big bads because we've not been set up, so we don't know who they are and what their motivation are coming to Earth. So yeah. These mother boxes. Mother boxes. And it's... Too much of a, a mess. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that dream sequence in Batman v Superman set Darkseid up better. Yeah. You know, the one where it's like, apo- it's like an apocalyptic sort of landscape. That yeah. that that made me think, well, Darkseid's going to come. You know. So, but that's what we've got to look forward to when we see the, the Zack Snyder cut. But yeah. you shouldn't have to wait for that. It should have been the movie they released. But they, yeah. they was put out there with Warner Brothers wanting to make and DC wanted to make a more friendlier film because safe. that's where Marvel made their money. Yeah. But Marvel never did safe. Marvel would just... No, I mean, and I, like we've said before as well, even if they did have a bit of a... Not not flop, like none of them flops, are they really? But Teasing a film period. that wasn't as great, yeah, like Thor 2, they wouldn't yeah. be like, all oh, right, let's scrap the whole plan. Like They'd just go, oh, well, that happened. Just You know, and even the fact that they even had enough humour to use it as one of the time points they go to in yeah. game, you know. Let's use the quote unquote worst film yeah. as a time point to and go a major to. one. And as it well. was funny as well, wasn't yeah. it? Like and it's just that that whole spirit they have of like, we have what we have so let's not ditch it. Yeah. But you look at Doctor Strange, I mean that's Doctor Strange I wasn't really a fan of. But you know, we still got like so so that didn't work, so we'll just just next Doctor Strange. That was still as a foreign character. Yeah. And it's just like you can't ignore what you've done just because it's bad. I just, I just or or not bad, even bad. You know, just not as good. But and I think Warner's are kind of like that, aren't they? With DC, like, oh, that didn't work, so let's not ever do that again. And then like use what didn't work and make it work. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, that's what sort of disappoints me a lot about 
that. They just sort of give up too easily, don't they? Because they want, they want what it's like. You know, if you'd said in the you know when Batman and Superman were dominating, Marvel would have loved that. Yeah, they would have. I mean, then they had the whole theory with you know comic books were worth nothing, and look at how many how, look at how many uh, times the rights were being sold off. Yeah, cinematic yeah. rights. And I, I tell you what, like you said before, I mean, even with the TV shows, I think Marvel only had really one flop, and that was in humans, and that's not like that bad. Yeah, or the, the, the um, Iron Fist as well. Though. I love Iron oh, Fist. Sasha Dewayne is such a darling. <coughs> I think he's. he's I thought he's Daredevil was fantastic as their entry point. Yeah, and then the Punisher sort of came out of that, didn't he? Season three was a bit of a hard watch of Daredevil for me, but yes. season two. Uh, season two of The Punisher. Oh, Frank, yeah. I was swearing and cursing the screen when I was watching it because I was so into, and The Punisher season two, the character, the motivations, and their arcs, it was just, it blew me away. And, you know, I, I, was a, I do like Iron Fist, and I just, I hope that eventually Marvel integrates them and the characters and the actors yeah. as well. Yeah, because, I mean, that's probably the only t- the only thing where DC has surpassed, uh, not surpassed, like sort of succeeded where they've not, like, where Marvel hasn't is on the TV. Like they have the Arrowverse, which is, yeah. you know, like into fourth or fifth show now, isn't yeah. it? You know, and you've got a couple more coming out. Whereas I think like Agents of Shield is still really popular. Yeah, we're still waiting for season seven to hit the yeah. UK, even though it just finished in America. It's a yeah. good show. I love it. I love it. Bringing Ghost Rider into it. All the Netflix ones—they were all cancelled, weren't they? Yeah. So I mean, Disney Plus, I think. Yeah, I yeah, I think they did great. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it depends. I mean, same with the comics. Like briefly touching on the comics, um, DC are better than Marvel at the moment in the comics. You know, like the Marvel comics are a bit sort of lackluster at the moment for their content, whereas. DC is really into its like rebirth phase at the moment, and they're doing really well. So it's, I don't know, it's the format, I think, isn't it? I, I really want. I said this before when uh, when we can actually get to places that actually have good comic book shops. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, we were somewhere today, and we we were somewhere. We went out today, and we went to a comic book shop, which was so small, and we were not that impressed. But I'm not going to name names no. beyond that. But when, when, when we get to a forbidden planet that's not in an area, I really want to go in there and actually start picking up the comics that I haven't yeah. done in years. But, you know, the DC, you know, uh, I would be, whereas you got the X-Men, which we wanted to recap for a few years, maybe you want to just read comics again. Yeah. Two was 20 years ago. Uh, watch uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earth, big crossover. That to me was, it blew me away. We want to actually read DC again. Mm. And you know, find out what Superman is doing these days. Yeah. So, and I know I I love the Marvel. I do, and you know, I love the X Men. But ultimately, you want to be able to come out and you know, of uh, watching a film, and go out and buy a comic book based on the characters you've just watched. Yeah. And that's what DC needs is they need something to get the general audience to go back into it. I mean, yeah. I miss the nineties. Yeah, was, I know, yeah. You know, where comics were a lot cheaper than what they are. You know? Well, I mean, like you say, though, they weren't popular, were they? Like, they were sort of a... Excuse me. Um, they were like a... What do you call it? Like an untouchable thing, weren't they? Yeah. Like, after that and Robin, it was pretty much kryptonite to touch anything comic-related, wasn't it? But comics were always, for the adults, more of an underground thing. He's like... Yeah. Uh, he's like... Uh, <coughs> what's that name? Uh... Some of Doty's character system in uh, in more. I don't care if two comic book character, two comic book companies are saying the same things with different covers. You see, I just yeah. like oh, I know what they're talking about. Yeah. Because what, what, what are they on about? But the big Marvel and DC crossovers they did in the mid nineties because nobody was reading comic books. Yeah. So they crossover characters with Punisher versus Batman and Superman versus Captain America. Right? Yeah. Batman versus just about everybody. Yeah, because he's Batman. He's Batman, so he can do Predator. <laughs> he can do a, was it Aliens? I don't know if he did. I know he did Predator. He did uh, Judge Dread. Judge Dread. Did a few yeah. Judge Dreads and it Terminator, just yeah. yeah. It's I um, I miss those days. Someone even did a fan film on Wine of Darth Vader versus Batman, and it was really well oh, done. Yeah. Like it was really really well done. But um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like it's just. I mean, comic that superheroes are the like 
deemed thing now, aren't they? Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people say about like, oh, it's, you know, the genre fatigue thing. Well, I mean, like, this has been the, the big film format for like the last 12 years now, yeah. since it's dying down. So I think it's inescapable that you're going to come across it. But the thing is, it's all about Marvel knows this. It's, it's about uh, going with the times. Just because mm. characters are superheroes, you, you know, you look at uh, Endgame, Heist movie. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's a time heist. Yeah, essentially. I yeah. mean, the heist thing is popular now as well, isn't yeah. it? I mean, Rogue One was a heist movie yeah. as well, wasn't it? And it was the best one so far. Yeah. Like, of the new lot. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, you take the the sort of the basic, uh, what do you call it, like, plot of those things, and then you paste it into the superhero yeah. thing. You don't make the superhero thing the, the main plot, do you? No. I mean... So is Ant Man, isn't it? That's a heist movie. Oh, Ant Man is just very Ant Man and the Wasp. And Guardians is just a space opera, and yeah. you know, like it's it's just it. You, you sort of superimpose the superhero thing onto the back of it, yeah. you know, so to speak, and you let it take its course from there. That's what Marvel do so well. I think DC sort of put too much emphasis on the fact that it is a superhero film, yeah. and then they put the plot on afterwards, especially with Batman vs Man. That Definitely feels like two films. Martha! Yeah, where did that even come from? <laughs> I like Ben Affleck in. Uh, I love Ben Affleck. I think he's great, that man. I like in, uh, in James Silent Bob, but he discusses that line. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name again? Uh, it's, it's brilliant. If you haven't seen James Silent Bob, strike back. Just watch James Silent oh, Bob, strike back. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just see Mark Hamill playing a character called Cock Knocker. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the reboot as well. And the reboot, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane yeah. Silent Bob reboot. It's on now TV, right? Yeah. Just in case. It, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, because I just recently finished watching uh, Justice League. And, you know, I do like Ben Affleck, but I think the Superman stuff, I'm looking so looking forward to the Zack Snyder cut. But the, the fun was Ezra Miller as The Flash. Yeah, I like Ezra Miller as The Flash, yeah. And, um,. Guy played Cyborg was pretty good as well. I mean, yeah. No one was particularly awful in it. But I guess, uh, yeah, to me, it was like it, anytime Ezra was on the screen, I'm like, this is fun. Yeah, it's but, cool, isn't it? That's why I'm looking forward to Flashpoint. Let me just quickly. I quite like um, Jason Momoa as well. Uh, I don't like Amber Heard. But I'm not no, gonna I go don't. Into that. But... I'm not going to go into that right now because. Uh, so... Yeah, but yeah, I am looking. I'm looking forward to, to but yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa does have some good points. You dress up like a you dress, you dress up like a bat. <laughs> yeah. So what's your superpower? I'm rich. That's something like, like Iron Man would say. It's like yeah, it does. Yeah, I I always think Iron Man's like a dick version of Bruce Wayne, isn't yeah. he? Uh, but then again, I look at to uh, you know in Iron Man, he uh, in, in Avengers Assemble or Avengers States, uh, Captain America just uh, you know uh, addresses the whole. You've never had to make that play. You've never had to do the whole sacrifice. Yeah, thing. and it's ultimately Tony Stark that makes the ultimate sacrifice out of the Avengers. Yeah, so he has an arc, a twelve year arc that pays off at the end. That was yeah, quote the end game. And with that, like. Signing off with the line he signed on with. Yeah. You know, like. I am inevitable. I am. I am. I mean, yeah. You don't want. You don't think he died for it was a lethal weapon fake out. Yeah. The ending where it's like, you know, he's like, I die. It's all the same thing Riggs does in Lethal 2. Yeah, he, yeah. He's dying. Yeah. yeah. But then he was originally meant to die then. Yeah. So I. I, yeah, I, I must admit, I thought so. I thought he was gonna like cough or like yeah. scare someone or something like that. And he, it wasn't until the funeral scene of like. Wow. Oh, they killed yeah. him off. Then it's sort of like I, d- I, I thought Captain America was gonna go. So did I. And he kind of does, doesn't he, as well? Yeah. But I mean, I thought he was the one that was gonna make the big play. Yeah. And I was so certain going into it that I that Captain America was the one that was gonna get killed. Yeah, definitely. I, and... I thought there was gonna be like a surprise death as well. Um, other than oh, but it turned Widow. out to be widowed, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I it was just. It was the uncertainty as well that was attracting everyone. Yeah. Wasn't it? I stayed off the internet that whole day. I went to see that film. Yeah. People, as soon as you know, all the 
Nikita swearing a lot, sorry. All the keyboard warriors, as soon as they've seen it, <laughs> Widow, blah, 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 Iron Man, Captain America. Why do people want to Yeah, I don't get that. It's like that scene in The Symphony, you know, when Homer walks yeah. past the crowd and he's like, wow, so Doug Maders is dead. Yeah. You know? Oh, come on, man. That's, but you do, you get people that you see that know you like movies do want to know the ending of this film. Yeah. Well, I don't no, know. I don't. Do you want to know the ending? So all the, how many films have you seen that I've seen? Do you want me to tell you the ending? Yeah. I'll happily do that. Just remember, yeah. you ruined it. I just said to someone once, after they ruined it, uh, the ending of the film, I said, I can happily tell you. I'll happily private message you all the endings of every film I go and see. You want me to do that? Then just watch what you write. Yeah. It's it's like a, a badge of honour. I've seen the news, such and such movies. You're like, ah, oh, there it is. Yeah. No, you are sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> It, it's, it's it's like uh, especially with Star Wars. Like some people come up to me and go, "Oh, you're gonna have to, uh, you want to hear the rumors? How Star Wars is going to end?" No, no, I want to sit and enjoy the film. Yeah, it's it's like getting your Christmas presents out. I don't want to know what I be nice to know what I've got for Christmas, but until I actually get my hands on it, I don't really want to see it. No, I don't care. No, but but it's nowadays, especially when. I suppose geek culture is not as bad big as it used to be. I think we're, we're it's slowing down, but the geeks can now make conversation with more quote unquote normal people. Yeah, that uh, that it's sort of like it's they can see themselves as a little bit of a, a king in the little world. So it's yeah, some yeah. people. So it's sort of like whereas before Batman, Superman, and all the Marvel characters were all underground now. All these people that were that. In their own little minds, or they were, they're, they're now kings of their own little kingdom because they know yeah. more about. There are times people that you have to explain that these people that know comics or think they know comics and stuff, and so well, you have to ask yourself, would it work in a cinematic universe? No, no, but, but Iron Man has to do this, or yeah. in America, or Superman has to do this because that's why it's written in the comics, but it's, it's not a, a different medium. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you, but. In the in the expanded universe, Superman can do this, but but most people don't know that. Yeah, yet. it's you, always a but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but in, no. in this and that, you know, like well, you need to know what's happened in the last yeah. film. And reality is, with the exception of I suppose Endgame, is the only film which you really have to know at least what happened. In yeah, it. yeah, but you can get into it just watching Infinity War. Now these they're all superheroes. Everyone knows each other. Watch Infinity War. You can't go yeah. into Endgame without watching Infinity War. No. Films are always made for an audience that may just be walking in for the first time, except for Endgame, yeah. which part two of a film. But I've always said that MCU can sort of watch in any order, apart yeah. from the Avengers films, maybe. Yeah. You know, you can, you can watch them in any order and you're like, oh, he was from that, or oh, she was in that, and who's that? You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to watch it in order. It's probably we just would because yeah. maybe that's the right order, but... Do I really need to have watched Captain America or Ant-Man to enjoy Avengers, Endgame and Infinity War? No. 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 Not at all. Do I need to know about Cap do I need to know about Black Panther? No. No. Because they explain little bits as you go along for these fans. You 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 should. There's like I said, the geek culture needs to know no because you've got to know this because of this. The little things in that you can pick up on them. Yeah. So like I picked on the like the thing we mentioned, the big Lebowski reference, and I'm like, but that's because I like the big Lebowski. Yeah. Can I abide? <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's a man. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I, uh, but, uh, yeah. You know, this is, I, I don't actually, I, mean, I know we, for strength-wise on the box office, it's definitely Marvel has got the lead. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, and I probably would choose the MCU. Definitely. It's, you know, I've seen all the MCU films. And at one point, I, I did watch all the the DC films, but it was only like one a year coming out, but I can safely say I'm not, I'm out of touch with them now, but, you know, hopefully with uh, Flashpoint or whatever they call the movie, they'll rectify it. Yeah. Uh, I think that the TV, I mean, I like the Marvel TV, so, but, you know, I love Shield, I can't wait to see season seven. But, uh, that, I'm going to plug it again, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth special, Merely made me want to watch uh, DC and get into my DC again. That's why it pisses me off when people refer. I've been referred to a few times as a Marvel fanboy. Yeah, I think it, it just people that say that don't know me. 
Yeah. You know, and I like comic books. And someone once said, nobody, uh, nobody wants to see the other side fail. A healthy competition is good for both sides. Is DC are throwing out great stuff. Marvel have to up the game. Marvel are, are doing it. DC have to up the game. It's all about yeah. competition. Well, make, yeah, healthy competition. Yeah. yeah, make what's better for the audience and make. Yeah. And if suddenly you get a Batman and Robin again, that people kill them, actually kill both of them because yeah. comic book movies are comic book movies. Yeah. But uh, hopefully that's a long way off. I think we managed to dodge that bullet with. Uh, with uh, Dark World, which is a Marvel yeah. thing, but Dark World was nowhere near as bad as Batman Robin. It was probably it was just the worst Marvel. It's just the worst MCU film. It's not even the worst Marvel film. It's just it, out of the quality of the MCU, it was the weakest. Which is the worst Marvel film? Would you say Whatever. Marvel? Electra, hands down, absolute trash. I didn't like it. Uh, I'll give you that, but I also, uh, and this is going to go. Just on the basis of one line, apocalypse. Oh yeah, yeah. The I just really didn't like that line. It's always the worst. Yeah. Electra may have been bad, but it didn't take me out of the movie. Oh, apocalypse took me out of the movie. It felt like I saw. It was just a cash grab from Daredevil, wasn't it? See, yeah. Daredevil, I'm not even that keen on, but the extended cut is pretty good. I like it, but I did not like that remark because no. I thought it was unnecessary. And why you? You never tear into your own franchise. Yeah. Which they were doing. They were tearing yeah. into Last Stand. And I thought that was... I thought it was bang out of order by the writers, the producers, and Brian Singer. To actually slate another person's body of work, a uh, piece of work, which I think generated more money than the film. Yeah. And which, is, really... which the director that was directing Apocalypse started. Yeah. And... He must, and like we've said, like he signed off on that line, so he obviously yeah. endorsed it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but if we're going to talk, what did more money? Superman Returns or X Men Last Stand? X Men, easy. Yeah. So, what is he bitter because of that? Was Brian, I like, I like Brian Singer as he, he did some great stuff for the comic book industry, but that one line made me, get, you know, and Bohemian Rhapsody is a fantastic film. I love it, you know, the last 20 minutes alone. But that one line. In that one film, tarnished it a bit. For yeah, me. because and and I love the X Men. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, the X Men's great. Yeah, but that just one line just just it, it, it did. I mean, they should have ended uh, those movies on either Days of Future Past or Logan. Yeah, but uh, but with the MCU, you know, think about the MCU. You know, you've got so many characters you can actually mine. You know, everybody's gonna have a. a a different favorite MCU film, but yeah, everybody likes them and they want to go back and watch the next one in the series. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's why was it Shang Chi or the other one, the Five Rings and the Black oh, Widow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Black Widow look movie from the trailers looks mediocre at best. Yeah, it doesn't look great. But I'm gonna be there opening day because yeah. it's Marvel MCU. But, it, but then it may be the film may be good. Yeah, it might just be the trailer. You know, I mean, there is loads of films where you've seen the trailer and thought, yeah, and then you see the film and think, wow. And the opposite way around, you know, funny you mentioned Superman Returns, because yeah. that had a fantastic trailer, yeah. and then, oh, right, those were the best bits to see. <laughs> if you want to hear a real good dissection of Superman Returns and Man of Steel, yeah, that's just, so, yeah it was, it's genuinely, it, I, I really enjoyed doing that one. I enjoyed doing all of them, but that was just a real treat. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, uh, I think we're all expanded yeah. universe out now, aren't we? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, uh, we've, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't want, I, I mean, MCU is obviously ahead. Yeah, I'd say that. But having said that, I do not want to see the DCEU make more mistakes. No, no. I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cup. I'd like to be surprised and see them maybe even do better than the MCU for a little bit. Like you say, just to, to make things more interesting, you know, because everyone's going to be the MCU underdog, aren't they? Yeah. And until so there's another cinematic universe that comes along, and you know, not even maybe not even a superhero one, you know, to do that that sort of formula. They tried it with like the Universal horror characters. Yeah, see, I, I thought that would have been absolutely great. Yeah. I'd love to have seen like all those characters together, and um, and Kong versus Godzilla as yeah. well. That would have been a great universe to see. Yeah. I always, what one I always wanted was a Lovecraft cinematic universe. Oh. I think that'd be great, like for horror. 
That'd be great. But haven't they ever, they ever tried out like Conjuring Universe and stuff like that? Yeah, kind thing. of. But that's yeah, that was just like set in the same bar. Like it's it wasn't like there wasn't a whole slew of no. films set in the same. You know, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think it'd be great for to have like a horror one like that. That'd be cool. So uh, okay, uh, finishing off, which Marvel film are you looking forward to? And which, uh, oh, which and which film? and which DC one are you looking forward to? Marvel, I think. I'm looking forward to Blade. Yeah. Very Farley, absolutely Blade. fantastic. And DC, I don't know. I think Wonder Woman 1984 looks pretty cool. Something, anything set in the 80s, I love. Because the soundtrack's going to be good. Yeah. I don't know, isn't it? Um, the Batman. Um, I like Robert Pattinson as an actor. I've always had a lot of time for him in in his profession. I agree with Robert. I agree with you about the Batman. Because Matt Reeves as well. Director yeah. Robert Pattinson is going to be good. I'm just curious to see what James Gunn's take is on the Serious Guy yeah, Squad. Yeah. I want to touch on something as well while I'm here, while I remember before going to the Marvel, is if you've not seen Harley Quinn, the animated thing, I think it's fantastic. Oh, but yeah, yeah the yeah. Suicide Squad, definitely, because I, I want to see who Peter Capaldi's going to play as well. Because there's a lot of MCU actors in the right. Suicide Squad. But Marvel, I'm really curious as to whether they're going to either take the Spider-Verse or whether they're going to take the Spider-Man 3. Yeah, and I think you were saying X-Men... Is your big one as well, isn't it? I love X Men, but I I'm, I think they're gonna they they're gonna integrate that very slowly in multiverse I think. Yeah. and um, Fantastic Four as well. Fantastic Four because that's Stanley's first family. I think that's gonna be. I want to see one. them get that right. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I mean, like we've said before, the first one gives it pleasure, isn't it? Like yeah. it's, it's it's not awful by any ch- any stretch of the imagination. I like it. I like Roger Gorman's Fantastic yeah. Four. Oh, that yeah yeah. Oh, oh they're, about they're the. Chris Evans is good in that. He is, yeah. But I mean, I the the, the one with Michael B. Jordan that was terrible. Oh yeah, awful. It's it's Fantastic Four in name only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think the ones we've not seen so far are the ones that are interesting. Yeah. Because we're going to it blind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So on that note, that's yeah. our discussion. I don't think we know. I, you know, we're not pitted one against the other in terms of uh, no, we're nastily. Try not to, yeah. Yeah, so and feel free to check out any of the movies with actually, you know, you might be surprised. You might differ and if you do, yeah. Comment in the comment section on yeah. however you're listening to us. Definitely. I'm C V W. I'm Callum. 